Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. In ministering, amen. So I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there, amen. Hallelujah. So, Father, thank you, Lord God, tonight. for just everybody that's here, Lord God, and the word of the Lord is that is here, God. We have already sang your word, God, and the word has already begun to move, Lord God. And so just, Lord, you you lead, God, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go where you go tonight, Father, by the Spirit of God, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, thank you that uh, our ears, God, uh, come under the anointing of the Lord so that we hear by the Spirit, Father. In your name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, um, yeah, this this shows you how how much work I have ahead of me <laughs> to preach. Amen. So I started typing my message, and then I'm like, I no, I got lazy because it's in my phone. So I thought I didn't want it in my phone because I don't trust myself with electronics. Amen. I'm a paper person, but yeah, I'm kind of in the middle. So I'm going to start on paper, and then I'm going to get on my phone, amen, and hopefully we get, we get there, amen? So, hallelujah. The title of my message tonight is, Are You Yoked? Amen? Are You Yoked? And the scripture that inspired this message in my heart, actually in my, in my walk, in, in this, is, this is kind of where the Lord is, uh, working on my life tonight, amen? And it's Matthew chapter 11, uh, verses 28 through 30. And it reads like this, amen? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verse 29 says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen? So, church, let me kind of explain what a yoke is, amen? Uh, I know it's a biblical term, amen, and most of us in the room are familiar with what that is, amen, but for those of you that might not know what a yoke is, amen, it is used in farming. Uh, We know the Bible often uses farming references, Amen. It spoke to the region and the times and the people when Jesus walked the earth. Many of his parables spoke about harvest, about fields, about reaping, sowing, plowing, etc. Amen. Because the, the people in those times did farm. Amen. And their commodity was in farming. Amen. So, uh, you and I are many generations and regions and cultures removed, amen, from farm life, from vineyard life, amen, uh, from harvesting uh, uh, or gathering, amen. In other words, you and I are city folk, amen. Uh, although we are city folk, amen, there are still people that farm today, amen. And some of you may have experienced some farm life, amen. When I was little, um, I saw pigs born, <laughs> 
I seen my, uh, I don't know that he was a farmer, amen, but he had animals, and I got to see that, amen. That's about as much as experience I have with farm life, amen. Um, now, to us here, amen, for most of us here, yoked means buffed out, amen. Man, that brother's yoked, amen. It's a physical thing, amen. There it is, amen. Uh, that, that guy right there, I mean, he, that's, that's a prison kangaroo, amen. You can tell that guy's been in, uh, in prison, amen. He did some time, amen. He's, he's creepy, huh? He looks like a person, amen. So for most of us, amen, uh, that's what yoked means. Hallelujah, amen. Where's the other yoke, Pastor Brandon? Amen. But this is the yoke I'm, I'm, I'm talking on tonight, amen. Uh, and you see the oxen there yoked together, amen, because they're laboring, because they're, they're out on a field, amen, they're, they're uh, working for that farmer, amen, and in, in breaking down the soil, and, and, and just, um, he's, he's um, they're a team to help that farmer, amen, reap his harvest, to have a good harvest, amen, and so that yoke is to keep them working together, hallelujah. Amen. So um, tonight, amen, I hope uh, to share from this place of learning that I have come into in Jesus. Amen. So this scripture has been what I've been kind of leaning into last year and coming into this year. Uh, I've read this scripture many times. I've gone over it, but I've always focused on uh, his yoke is easy and his burden is light on that part. And, and even the resting part, but I never really zoned in on the part of learning of him, because he says, learn of me. And so I, I kind of have come into this year to learn of him. I've yoked myself to Jesus to learn of him, amen? I have experienced him making my burdens light. I have experienced resting in the Lord, amen, in all the years that I've walked with him. Surely he's given me rest. Surely he has um, taken burdens from me, amen? And not that I haven't learned from him before, but I'm learning of him, amen? And so I am yoked with Jesus, amen? I can say that I'm in a place where I'm yoked with Jesus uh, right now, amen? Uh, so if you, by the end of the message, I hope that you will know if you're yoked, amen? Uh, if you're not yoked, amen, you might find that you're shackled, amen? Uh, if, you know, if you're not yoked, amen, you might be a slave to something, amen, because those oxen are yoked to, to labor, amen. So when you and I are yoked with Jesus, we are in laboring for him and with him, amen. So another question to you tonight would be, what yoke are you wearing, Amen. And the encouraging part here tonight that I want you to leave is to put on the yoke of Jesus and learn of him. Amen. And to, to be yoked with Jesus means to walk alongside him, not just as a follower, but as a co-laborer, right? Because we follow Jesus, amen, but to be yoked with Jesus, that's a different place. That's a different position, amen? From, from being yoked with Jesus, you and I are able to see the fields. It's a different view. 
you you don't just you know kind of get uh, a small view, amen. But when you're yoked with Jesus, you get a fuller view. Uh, you're not just living on glimpses, amen. But you encounter firsthand revelation. The demoniac reveals itself. The bound and the broken reveal themselves. The caught, amen, are revealed. Being yoked with Jesus is firsthand impact. It is raw and unfiltered. But it's easy, church. Why? Because he takes the burden off of us. Amen. So we're in a different position in being yoked with Jesus because how many know, amen, if, if you come to the demoniac, somebody that manifests, somebody that, uh, you know, is, is coming, uh, getting delivered, amen, that can impact you if you've never seen anything like that, amen. But because you're yoked with Jesus, it won't move you, right? He takes that burden. The burden's on him to be the response, uh, the encounter is totally on him. We're talking about encounter. Well, being yoked with Jesus, yeah, we're going to come into encountering uh, the supernatural. You're going to encounter, like I said earlier, greater revelation, greater view, greater perspective when you walk alongside Jesus. Being yoked with Jesus gives you and I insight. You're not moved by the outer side of things because you're learning of him, the constant and the consistent wisdom, knowledge, revelation, truth, authority, and power. The power that's yoked to you. You, my brother, you, my sister, are held by the supernatural. Amen? When you're yoked with Jesus, you, you're held by the supernatural, which is a good thing, amen, because we need supernatural strength. We need sur supernatural perspective, amen, because if we just see from the natural perspective of things, amen, we can be impulsive. We can move ahead of the Lord, amen. We can veer off from Jesus, amen, but because he's got you, right, a yoke holds you. It holds you. It holds you in place. Amen. And that's that's why I asked uh, in the beginning, if you're not yoked with Jesus, then what are you yoked with? Something has us, right? Something holds us. There's a song in the world that says you're going to serve somebody. Amen. And so what has you, you serve. What has you leads you. What has you uh, is your perspective. Amen. Church, being under his yoke, amen, is supernatural. Being enslaved holds you under someone or something else's authority. Being under the yoke of Jesus, you have the authority. You see the difference? Amen. If you're shackled, that holds you. It, it, it has authority over you, amen. But the yoke of Jesus gives you authority. The natural doesn't have you, amen, because you're held by God's power and God's authority, amen. So your pursuit and your focus are fixed on Jesus. 
You're not looking down. You're not bent. You're not burdened. And you're not a beast of burden. Amen? And what that means about being a beast of burden is, is that you just, uh, you're a workhorse, basically. You're laboring for someone else, amen? You're, you're, you're under the weight of something that's not going to prosper you necessarily. Now, when you're yoked with Jesus, yeah, we're building the kingdom. And we are laboring for the kingdom, but the Lord rewards Amen. It's not just, oh, build my kingdom. You know, we're not slaves to Jesus. Amen. We are co-laborers. We are sons. We are daughters. We're joint heirs. Amen. And so though you labor in the kingdom and for the kingdom, our king rewards. So you are not a beast of burden. You are not laboring in vain. You are building, expanding, growing, enlarging kingdom territory. So we work here on earth, but we also enlarge uh, the kingdom of God, amen? Because he is storing reward for us in heaven. And, and we see reward here on earth too. So we benefit in both places, church when we are yoked with Jesus and we are co-laboring with him. Amen. We are enlarging his kingdom here, and we are building reward for ourselves in heaven. We're not here erecting statues or idols, monuments to ourselves, to our labor. Amen. Because that's not why we're laboring. Hallelujah. We're not self-promoting. We're not, we're not putting our name in lights. Amen. Because again, we're, we're joined with Jesus. We're yoked with Jesus. Amen. So he's the one that moves us. Amen. He, the field is his. Amen. The perspective, when you're yoked with Jesus, you begin to see what he sees. You begin to move what moves him, amen, by what moves him, church. That's the benefit of yoking yourself to Jesus, amen. We're not fixated on the natural because now we have a supernatural view. And you begin to see that, you know what, it's bigger than the natural. You know, when we're yoked to something else, we're yoked to cares, we're yoked to uh, ourselves, our own flesh, amen, then that's, that's what we see. And that's what moves us. Hallelujah. Uh, brother and sister, what, what has you? Where or what are you giving your strength to? I'm asking you, what has you? Amen. Because that which has you is what you're giving your strength to. It's what you're giving your focus and your devotion to. It is what you're putting your labor to. Amen. What field are you sowing into? Galatians 6, uh, verses 7 through 9, it says, Whatever a man sows, he reaps. If we sow to the flesh, we reap flesh. If we sow to the Spirit, we reap of the Spirit. So here are some things that can yoke you to the flesh. Amen? Obviously, the works and the appetites of the flesh. Good works can yoke you. I'm buffed out, amen. You can start to uh, puff out a little bit because of your good works, amen. And, and that's, you can pride yourself in those things, amen. And you begin to flex a little bit in that, amen. Uh, uh, you can be yoked to a false humility. Did you know that? 
we can have a, a, a distorted view of what humility is, and we can be yoked to a false humility. We can be yoked to unbalanced ministry, right? That, you know, you sign up for everything, and, and your heart's not in any of it. Your body's there, but your heart's not in it. And so you're yoked under the pressure of ministry, and you're, and, and you're out of balance, church. Uh, religious ways, right? Because we, we've come to God, we're, we're growing in God, amen, but the majority of us, before we came into relationship with God, not all of us, not everybody in this room was religious, not everybody here was church going, amen, uh, where, where we had idols, where we had priesthood, where we had rituals, amen. Some of us, this is our first encounter with God, right? But there's some of us that did come out of religious ways, and that can hold you. And you can, you can stay there, amen? And the thing with that is, is that we can come into self-righteousness, you can come into um, stay in ritual. You can still be trying to earn something that's already been paid for, right? Religion will hold you like that, amen? You can be yoked by fear, by worry, by regret, by condemnation, by self-pity, comparison, amen, etc. There's a lot of yokes out there, church. Pay attention. Pay attention to how you're moving, how you're uh, choosing, how you're acting, how you're speaking. I mean, if we read the word, Jesus was not confrontational. Jesus was not coming at people that were bound, that were broken, that were uh, possessed, amen, the demonically possessed, amen. He was coming at the religious right? Because the religious of that time, that's why they hated him, right? That's why they wanted to kill him, because he was coming at the religious, amen, the religious of his time, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, amen, uh, held people. They were a yoke on people. They were legalistic, amen. They prided themselves by, by the fact that they followed the law, Amen. But how many of you know, and if you don't know, you'll know now, that the law kills. I, 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 I was in a legalistic church for a while, amen, and no matter how hard I tried, I just felt like I'm not getting to Jesus. Amen. I, I tried to be good. I tried to undo. I tried to follow uh, what they were saying. Amen. And that wasn't hard. It was just the feeling of like, man, I'm just not good enough. I, I, I was believing that it depended on me to get there. And it was really just taking God at his word. It is finished, amen? And so Jesus came because the law was killing people, amen? It was oppressive, and there was no freedom in it, amen? So the, the other part of this, amen, where it says, that if you sow to the flesh, you reap of the flesh. If you sow to the spirit, you reap of the spirit. Amen. Uh, God is not mocked in this church. A spirit of deception has been unleashed on the earth. Amen. So we 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 can uh, think, you know, um, we can just do to towards the flesh, and 
God, for some reason, we can think God's not going to see that. God's not going to know about that. Amen. But we don't mock God. He knows. Amen. And he and we'll know eventually because we're going to reap. And the harvest is going to show. Amen. Man, the, the carnal fruit's going to come out of us. Amen. Uh, and that's mockery to the Lord because we're, we're here in church, but we're sowing into fleshy places still. Amen. And you're, you're not yoked. You're shackled because you're still submitting to the things and the appetites and the cares of your flesh. Amen. You and I are not called to make provision for the flesh. We're called to starve our flesh out. Amen. And submit to the spirit, man. Amen. You and I must put on the yoke of Jesus because we're going to encounter deceitful people, situations, uh, so church, you need to learn. You need to learn. You need to learn of Jesus. Amen. That is why I'm up here encouraging you to, to yoke yourself to Jesus. Amen. Learning requires for me and you to show up for class. It requires studying to show yourself approved. It requires you being teachable. Come on. Not everybody's teachable. You know, those oxen, they might have the yoke, but they, they're still animals, amen? They're still, they still fight and resist that yoke until their will is broken, and they understand why they're there, why they're yoked, amen, and, and, and what their purpose is, amen? But I'm sure that the first, at the first uh, encounter with that yoke, they hated it. They hate it. They, 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 you know, they don't want to be under that yoke, amen, until they submit to it. And then their purpose is fulfilled. You and I are going to not like being yoked with Jesus immediately. Amen. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel uh, heavy. Amen. But when you learn of him, he'll take your cares. He'll take your burdens. And then you'll feel that his yoke is easy. It's not hard. If you're yoked in any other places that I mentioned, those are hard, church. They might feel fun at first. They might feel, you know, man, I'm gratifying me. I'm building me. Uh, amen. But in the end, they are a burden. They'll take. Amen. None of us know everything, church. The Lord is too deep to know him fully. So keep seeking, keep asking, keep knocking, keep looking for the pearls of his wisdom. Keep confessing his lordship upon your life. Keep declaring the blood and waving the banner that is drenched in it. Hold fast to your confession of faith, amen, it, in, in Jesus. Don't allow anyone or anything to move you from it. You are of the redeemed. You are in covenant with Christ, and the same spirit that raised him from the dead dwells in you. You are sealed by his Holy Spirit. Church, following Jesus is one thing, right? We're all followers in this room, right? You come to Jesus, you accept him. He, he instructs you to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow him, right? 
That's the instructions that you and I give. So all of us in here are followers. That's one thing. Amen. But how many know it's, uh, we, that we can easily unfollow? Right? One click. That's all it takes. I've unfollowed you. One on offense, one, un un answer, oh gosh, one unanswered prayer, one rebuke from pastor, one sit down, one trial, click. I'm unfollowing you. But if we're yoked, <laughs> you don't think Jesus is going to notice? I'm out. I'm offended. I got rebuked. You didn't answer my prayer. You don't think Jesus is going to notice you're not there? Amen? If you're following, there's a bunch of us back there. We're all following Jesus. Just look at this room alone. You can get lost in the shuffle, the crowd, amen. Like he he won't know. He won't he knows anyways, but but you kid yourself, like, well, I'm following him because because he, he didn't come through. You know, the, the pastor at the church, he don't know what he's talking about. Right? And so we take it out on Jesus, right? We take it out on the Lord, right? We unfollow Jesus because man offended us, because man corrected us, because man is trying to teach us, amen, instruct us and serve the Lord and labor for the Lord, expanding the kingdom, right? We're doing what God called us. Doesn't mean you like it. Doesn't mean you keep following, amen? We unfollow, hallelujah. We're creatures like that, amen? You know, Jesus is invested on a whole other level, amen? You, my brother, you, my sister, when you yoke yourself with Jesus, you level up. You level up. He has allowed you access. He has conversed with you intimately. He has given you great insight and trust that not all get or want. See, following, we can veer off, get lost, reroute, take shortcuts, mess around. Why? Because we aren't leading, we're following. We aren't responsible to get us there. We don't feel burdened or care like he cares. Yoking ourselves has weight to it, church. But the Lord's yoke lightens the load and shows us how to cast off cares. And if you go back to the verse that we read, it shows us how to rest, right? His yoke also brings us to places of rest. Salvation remains whether you follow him or you're yoked with him. It doesn't take your salvation, right? But there is a less chance of losing place with him when you're yoked with him. It, it, there's a less chance, church. You're, put, put the oxen up. They're in close proximity. Amen? And when you're yoked, they move together. They have the same rhythm, right? They develop a rhythm. They're in pace together. They're moving together. They're, they're, they're laboring together. Amen? They're not, 
eventually the yoke is comfortable, amen, and they move together. And like I said, it's the same thing with Jesus. When you're yoked with Jesus, you begin to move with Jesus, amen. You begin to get in step with him. You begin to develop a rhythm with him. I, I dare to say that when you're that close, amen, you can, you can hear his heart. You can feel his breath, amen, because you're that in that close of proximity when you're yoked with Jesus. <gasps> Did I do it? Did I move it? I said in the beginning that when we are in a place of being yoked, the view is different. The knowing and the learning is different. Church, the encounters are different. You are positioned for divine impartation. So being yoked with Jesus, it's not just learning. There's an impartation because you're in close proximity with him. Holy Ghost aligned encounters come. Knowledge of and seeing the Father through Christ begins because you're learning of him, by him, and through him, who the Father is. Makes you happy, Sarah? Men? We are living in a time of influence, right? People have made a lucrative career out of influencing because many follow them. However, when you subscribe, you yoke yourself, right? Anytime you, you're, you're looking at somebody, an influencer, somebody that's putting out content, amen, uh, you can follow them, but they're always saying, don't forget to push the subscribe button, right? Don't they always encourage that? Subscribe. You're yoking yourself. You're yoking yourself to that influencer. You see the difference? You, when you subscribe, you arrange yourself for access. You make yourself accessible to that person you're following. You sign up for it. You, you, you allow influence to come because you agree with it. You contribute or undertake to it, amen? Uh, church, let me tell you, Jesus isn't in this for followers uh, only, amen? He's not in it for the likes. Yeah, he wants us to follow it, whether we like how what it, what it costs, what it requires, amen? He's not in it for the likes, amen? He wants subscribers. He wants not just you to be a follower. He wants you to click, amen? He wants you to subscribe, subscribe to his word, amen? Subscribe to his instruction, amen? Subscribe to sitting with the Holy Ghost, amen? Subscribe to praying, amen? In other words, give him access. Let him influence your life, amen? Let him have say. Let him have input. Amen. We we open ourselves up to so much. Amen. Every I, I dare to say almost everybody in here has a phone. And we follow stuff. Dumb stuff. I know I do. 
I follow a monkey. Sister Bloom knows I like to watch this little monkey, right? <laughs> and that little monkey has influence on me. He makes me happy. I think he's cute, right? So I, I open myself up to dumb, <laughs> too funny, to right? But my, I'm not influenced by the same things you are. We have different tastes, amen? And, and I don't subscribe to any of them, at least not that I know of. I don't remember clicking. But let me tell you, they know you're there. And they're constantly boom, boom, boom. I, I, I have these two people on Instagram that all of a sudden they want to know my opinion. And it's like, I didn't subscribe, you know? And, and I'm in chats. It's like, okay, what's happening, you know? Well, I've let them have access to me. Amen? So he's not just looking for us to follow. He wants us to subscribe. Yoke yourself to Jesus. Amen. The greatest thing about Matthew 11, 28-30 is that we can come to it. We can come to it. Can you put that scripture up, son? Pastor, son? <laughs> no, uh, Matthew. It says, come unto me, right? He gives us access to him. Come unto me. Why? Because he's saying, come out of religion. Come to me. Jesus came to break religion and establish relationship. He came to do uh, uh, not away with the law, but to fulfill it, right? And Jesus came to bring us into grace. So come to him. The yoke that Jesus puts on us is light because it's grace. It's not us trying to do all the laws, amen, because if you live by the law, you're judged by it. Think about that. If you break one, you're judged for all. Who can do that? Jesus knew that, amen? And so yoking yourself to him is yoking yourself to grace. Yoking yourself to the blood and all the power that's in it. We have tried, for, before Jesus, amen, mankind tried and tried to keep the law. So much so that they were burdened by it. They were not free. Isn't that one thing that you hear now? Jesus came to set you free. Not just from sin, but from trying to be something we could never be. There was not a sacrifice that man could offer that could atone for our sins. Amen? There is no rest in religion, church. Stop trying to earn what's already been given. And stop trying to do what's already been done. He says, Ponlo, mijo. Why take Matthew down? <laughs> I don't have it here, amen. So, come to me, all, what? All ye that labor, oh God, I need my glasses, and are heavy laden. That's all of us, amen. And I will give you rest. Okay. Go to the next one. <laughs> 
Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, right? That's where I'm at. I'm in class. I'm learning of him. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Amen. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, he is meek and lowly in heart. Amen. Uh, relationship yokes us equally by his willingness to be humble towards us. He humbled himself and became like us, right? And so in doing so, we have access to be to him, come to me. We have access to be yoked with him, amen, and to come underneath his yoke, to come into a place that's easy, amen, that, that is resting, amen. He, he says, so in order to, to attain that, to have that, amen, first, you must come to him so you can rest. Secondly, you must take it and learn. Be willing to be taught, amen. Be willing to learn. Be willing to hunger and thirst for righteousness, amen. Find, amen, find that he is meek and lowly of heart. Find it. Find that he is, you know, learn of him so you can find that he is gentle, he's kind, he's humble, he's compassionate. He shows and gives of his strength, church. He doesn't flex on us, right? He doesn't flex on us. Jesus isn't flexing on us, amen? He freely gives, amen? He humbles himself. He's kind. He's compassionate, amen? He is self-control and shows uh, what healthy self-worth looks like. So look at all the benefits of being yoked with Jesus, church. I'm going to close with this again, that Jesus isn't looking for followers for the likes. He wants subscribers. So be yoked with Jesus and he will impact.